Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Jen Cutter, and welcome to Daily Tech Headlines Week in Review. The IT management software company Kaseya announced it obtained a universal decryptor from a third party for the Revo ransomware distributed to its customers following a supply chain attack earlier this month. The company said it couldn't confirm or deny it paid a ransom, and Revo Dark Web and Clear websites went dark following the attack. A forensic analysis report by Amnesty International claims NSO Group's Pegasus software was used by clients worldwide to hack the phones of journalists, politicians, activists, and business executives. The organization claims zero-click iMessage attacks were used against journalists going back to 2018 and work even on iOS 14. The NSO Group denies the accuracy of the report, claiming it lacked evidence and the company only sells to vetted government agencies. Further, Amnesty International researchers have provided a toolkit to help identify phones targeted by NSO Group's Pegasus spyware, capable of scanning iOS and Android device backups for signs of compromise. The mobile verification toolkit can also scan for potentially malicious apps installed on your device and is available on Amnesty International's GitHub page. Reuters sources say the ByteDance-owned news aggregator Jinri Tochiao has been blocking new account registrations since September at the request of Chinese regulators. It was recently revealed by the Wall Street Journal sources that ByteDance indefinitely delayed plans to go public after Chinese government officials advised the company to address data security risks. And in 2018, ByteDance's joke app Nehan Duanzi was permanently closed over hosting improper content, according to China's broadcasting watchdog. Classified documents for the British Army tank Challenger 2 were recently leaked online through the War Thunder website. A player claiming to be a tank commander posted excerpts from the official Challenger 2 Army Equipment Support publication to the free-to-play online tank games website. The materials have now been removed, with the game developer Gaijin Entertainment releasing the statement we make it very clear we will not handle any source material unless it is publicly available and fully declassified with the rights to prove that. The UK government announced a proposal to allow its digital markets unit to designate large tech companies with a strategic market status that would require following new rules of acceptable behavior with competitors and customers. Specific rules and powers under the proposal are still being determined, but would allow for fines of up to 10% of annual turnover and give the DMU power to suspend, block, and reverse code-breaching behavior by tech giants. DuckDuckGo launched an invite-only beta of a new email protection feature, providing a free at duck.com email address that will analyze messages and strip away trackers before forwarding to a primary email. The feature also supports unique disposable forwarding addresses that can be generated through DuckDuckGo's mobile browser or browser extension. Starting next year, Verizon will start preloading Android Messages as the default messaging app on Android. With the move, T-Mobile, AT&T, and Verizon now support rich communication messaging chat by default in the U.S. Verizon pledged to fully support interoperability between carriers for RCS. Google Maps is expanding coverage for public transit crowding predictions, going from 200 cities to over 10,000 transit agencies in 100 countries. 
Google is also making more granular crowdedness tracking available in New York and Sydney, able to show crowding on an individual train carriage level. Nikkei Asia's sources say all iPhones released in 2022 will be 5G-capable, including a refreshed iPhone SE in the first half of 2022. The iPhone mini will reportedly be replaced in 2022 by a relatively cost-effective version of the iPhone Pro Max. The chip designer Arm published research in the journal Nature showing how it created Plastic Arm, a processor core in plastic rather than silicon. The Plastic Arm is a flexible, fully functional, binary-compatible M0 microcontroller, although the die size is 1,500 times the size of a silicon M0, running at just 29 kilohertz. Arm claims this is still 12 times more powerful than other plastic compute designs. Clubhouse announced Wednesday it is now open for anyone to sign up without needing to go through a waitlist. Clubhouse expanded from iOS to Android in May and says it reached 10 million downloads of the Android app in the first two months. Last week, Clubhouse also added a text-based chat feature called Backchannel to the previously audio-only service. Tumblr debuted Post Plus, letting users create subscriber-only content with tiers of $3.99, $5.99, and $9.99 per month, with Tumblr taking a 5% cut. Post Plus monetization will be available to all Tumblr users. Google announced that its unified platform of Wear OS and Tizen will be called Wear OS 3. The company said updates to the new OS will roll out to a limited set of smartwatches in the second half of 2022 specifically naming the TicWatch 3 series and upcoming Fossil smartwatches. And in its Q2 earnings, Intel reported PC chip sales were up 33% on the year, with revenue of the larger client computing group up 6% to $10.1 billion. CEO Pat Gelsinger said he expects the chip shortage to bottom out in the second half of 2022, although supply will remain limited after that. For more discussion on the tech news of the day, subscribe to the Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com, where you can also find the show notes and links to every headline. Please remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines on your podcast service of choice. From everyone here at Daily Tech Headlines, thanks for listening.